You're listening to the KCAC Beat. Now, introducing your host, Hans Nickel. Hello and welcome to the KCAC Beat. My name is Hans Nickel, the Assistant Commissioner for Operations here at the Kansas Collegiate Athletic Conference. It is Monday, January 16th, 2023. It is the KCAC Beat Women's Basketball Scoreboard Podcast that you are tuned into here as we get ready to recap all of the weekend action in the KCAC. Take a look at... Uh, the conference standings, then we will look to uh, who are the conference leaders statistically and look at the Wednesday matchups in Wednesday matchup news as well too. Uh, the KCAC and ESPN 92.3 have announced this week's Road to Hartman doubleheader of the week. It will be on Wednesday as Oklahoma Wesleyan travels to Southwestern, so that game will be uh, on the air in Wichita, 92.3 FM, a fairly large station and has a large reach. Uh, Pat Strathman will be on the call uh, as that game will be on the air there. But let's go ahead now and jump in and look at the results from this weekend's games in the KCAC scoreboard. This is the KCAC scoreboard. All right, let's check into all the action from Saturday, January 14th, 2023 in KCAC Women's Basketball. For the first game, we will head out to Sterling, Kansas, where the University of St. Mary traveled to Sterling College. And that's the Warriors of Sterling College, the home team here that gets the victory. Uh, This game saw two ties, two lead changes, most of that coming early. Uh, Sterling takes a 22-11 to 11 lead in the first quarter uh, and runs that to a 92-78 to 78 Sterling victory. Looking at team statistics in shooting, St. Mary does get one more shot off than Sterling. Uh, the Spires go 27-58, of 58, shooting 47% from the field. Sterling goes 30-57. of 57. 53% from the field. Spires take a lot of threes and make a good number of threes in this one. They go 9 of 25, shooting 36% as a team. Sterling goes 6 of 14. That good for 43% as a team. From the free throw line, big difference in this one. Sterling able to get to the free throw line 36 times, converts on 26 of those, 72% as a team. St. Mary goes 15 of 19 from the free throw line, 79% as a team. Rebounding battle heavily in favor of Sterling, 40 to 23. Assists in favor of Sterling, 16 to 15. 14 Spire turnovers turn into 16 Sterling points, where 16 Warrior turnovers turn into 16 St. Mary points. Sterling wins the second chance point battle 9-2. Points in the paint in favor of St. Mary 24-20. Bench points in favor of Sterling 22-14 as Sterling again gets the victory. Let's look at individual performances. We will start with 
the Spires. There were three players in double-figure scoring. Leading the team in scoring was Tania Sims, 19 points, one steal in 23 minutes of play. Paige Penley scored 18, had two rebounds, three assists in 28 minutes. And Alanis Delgado had 16 points, three boards, four assists, three steals in 33 minutes of play. Uh, there were three different Spires lead in scoring off the bench, all with four points. Demi Amold, Shelby Salter, and Alex Specht, all with four off of the bench for the Spires. Sterling had four players in double figures. Out of the starting lineup, Carson Schultz had a game high, 25 points, nine rebounds, one assist, three steals in 36 minutes of play. Taya Wilson gets the double-double with 20 points, 11 rebounds, one assist, three steals, two blocks in 28 minutes of play. And Bailey Albright scores 10, gets two rebounds, seven assists, one steal, one block in 32 minutes of play. Then off of the bench, Corinne Clausen, 15 points, four rebounds in 22 minutes of play. Guinness Sterling at home gets the 92-78 to 78 victory. For our second game, we will travel out to Winfield, Kansas, where Avila University traveled to Winfield to take on Southwestern College. Uh, matchup to the teams towards the bottom of the conference standings. Uh, this game tied in at the end of the first quarter, 10-10. to 10. Southwestern wins the second, 16-11. The third quarter, 17-14. In the fourth quarter, 18-14. To take the 61-49 victory, Southwestern's first conference victory on the season. This game saw three ties, three lead changes. Avila goes 17 of 53 in the game 32% southwestern 17 of 58 29% avila 3 of 23 from downtown for 13% southwestern 4 of 23 from downtown for 17% from the free throw line avila 12 of 14 86% as a team southwestern 23 of 28 82% as a team Southwestern gets the rebounding battle, 35-31. Assists were tied at seven apiece. 20 Avila turnovers turned into 17. Mound Builder points were 12. Southwestern turnovers turned into 14. Eagle points, second chance points battle in favor of Southwestern, 6-5. Points in the paint in favor of Southwestern, 20-16. Bench points in favor of Avila, 17 to 11. Let's look at individual performances starting with Avila. There were three players in double figure scoring. Hannah Smith led the team with 14 points, five boards, one steal, and 37 minutes of play. Emily Baldwin scored 13, had five rebounds, three assists, and 38 minutes of play. Then off of the bench, Irian Adams, 10 points. Three rebounds in 16 minutes of play. For the Mound Builders, two players in double-figure scoring, both leading the game. They both had 18. Shonda Hunt had 18 points, seven boards, including 10 of 11 from the free-throw line in 29 minutes. Macy Pond had 18 points, five rebounds, two assists, one steal in 32 minutes of play, and she was seven of eight 
from the free throw line. Leading score off of the bench for Southwestern was Maddie Jones. She had five points, six rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block in 11 minutes of play as Southwestern gets the home victory 61 to 49. Third game of the day, we travel out to Lindsburg, Kansas, where Friends University left Wichita and traveled to take on Bethany College. It's the home team that gets this one. Bethany jumps out 13-11 to 11 in the first quarter. Uh, the game sees six ties, five lead changes, as there's a battle in that first half with Bethany winning the first quarter 13-11 to 11 as a 15-15 tie in the second quarter. But then it is Swedes in the second half as Bethany comes out and wins 61-49. to Bethany getting a lot more possessions than Friends in this one, getting a lot more shots up. Friends was 18 of 47 for 38%. Bethany was 25 of 69 for 36% as a team. From downtown, Friends was 4 of 9, 44%. Bethany was 6 of 20, 30% from the free throw line. Friends was 9 of 15, 60% as a team. Bethany was 5 of 10, 50% as a team. Friends won the rebounding battle 37 to 27. Assists were in favor of Bethany 18 to 8. Friends turned the ball over 32 times. That resulted in 27 points off of turnovers for Bethany. Bethany turned it over 15 times, resulting in 11 points for Friends. Bethany wins the second chance points battle 15 to 13. Friends leads points in the paint 20 to 18. Bench points in favor of Bethany 27 to 17. Looking at individual performances starting with the Falcons, only one player in double figure scoring. Bridget Busby 10 points, four boards, two assists, one block. Another performance of note out of the starting lineup, Taylor Jackson. Seven points, nine rebounds, eight blocks, getting close to that triple-double, just not quite getting into double figures on any of them, but close in all of them. Uh, Nice game by Taylor Jackson. Leading scores for friends off the bench, both tied with six points, was Jalen Johnson and Ellie Munns. For Bethany, two players in double-figure scoring. Emily Weathers led the game with 16 points, five boards, one assist, two steals, one block in 19 minutes of play out of the starting lineup. Then off of the bench for the Swedes, Lauren Gleason in 14 minutes scored 10, had two rebounds and a steal as Bethany gets the home victory 61-49. Fourth game of the day, Ottawa traveled to Tabor College, and this was... A good game here as the game saw four ties, eight different lead changes. Uh, Ottawa comes out strong in the first quarter, wins the first quarter 16 to 8. Tabor wins the second quarter 14 to 5. Third quarter was an 8 7 Tabor advantage, which gave Tabor a slight lead going into the fourth quarter. It was a two point lead. Ottawa able to outscore Tabor 12 to 10 in the fourth quarter to force overtime in Hillsborough. But in overtime, it was all Tabor who was able to shut out the Braves zero points in overtime. Tabor scores 12 and wins this one 52 to 40. 
Ottawa was 15 of 43 from the field, 35%. Tabor was 21 of 61, 34%. From downtown, Ottawa was 3 of 13, 23%. Tabor was 3 of 20, 15% as a team. Free throw line, Ottawa was 7 of 11 for 64%. Tabor was 7 of 10 for 70%. Rebounding battle in favor of Ottawa, 41-32. Assists in favor of Ottawa, 5-2. 24 Ottawa turnovers turned into 19 Blue Jay points were nine Tabor turnovers turned into 10 Brave points. Second chance points in favor of Tabor, eight to five. Bench points in favor of Tabor, 21 to 12. Looking at the box score performances for Ottawa, uh, leading the team in scoring was Nicole Brown. She scored 12, had 15 rebounds, a big double-double. A big game for Nicole Brown. Also added two assists, one steal, and two blocks in 42 minutes. Jordan Bianco had 11 points, five rebounds, two assists, and 34 minutes out of the starting lineup. And then off the bench, Sierra Brown had 10 points, one rebound in 26 minutes of play. Only one Blue Jay in double-figure scoring, but she did lead the game in scoring with Zoe Rust. 17 points, 9 rebounds, just missing the double-double. One assist in 31 minutes. Leading scorer off of the bench for the Blue Jays was Olivia Owens. She had 7 points, 3 rebounds, 1 steal in 14 minutes of play as Tabor gets the home victory in overtime, 52-40. to Fifth game of the get day, Oklahoma Wesleyan traveled to York, Nebraska to take on York University. And it's the road team that gets the first win uh, on this one, our first road team victory uh, on Saturday as Oklahoma Wesleyan takes the 71-66 victory. This game back and forth all day, saw nine ties, six different lead changes. Largest lead for Oklahoma Wesleyan was seven. That came in the third quarter where York's largest lead was five. That came in the first quarter. Field goal shooting, Oklahoma Wesleyan was 25 of 68, 37% as a team. York was 27 of 55, 49% as a team. From downtown, Oklahoma Wesleyan, 9 of 24, 38% as a team. York, 5 of 15, 33% as a team. From the free throw line, Oklahoma Wesleyan was 12 of 24, 50%. York was 7 of 10, 70%. Rebounding battle in favor of York, 39-38. Assists in favor of Oklahoma Wesleyan, 11 to 10. 11 Oklahoma Wesleyan turnovers turned into 8 York points. 21 York turnovers turned into 10 Oklahoma Wesleyan points. Second chance points were tied at 15 apiece. Points in the paint in favor of York, 40 to 20. Bench points in favor of Oklahoma Wesleyan, 20-7. Individual performances. York had three players in double-figure scoring. Leading the game in scoring was Kiara Piscina. 21 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals in 37 minutes. Megan Maris-Torres had 12 points, 6 rebounds in 25 minutes of play, as well as 5 blocks. And Imani Honey had... 10 points, 5 rebounds in 17 minutes of play. Leading scorer and only scorer off of the bench for York was Acadia Conway. 7 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist in 23 minutes of play. Four different Eagles in double-figure scoring for Oklahoma Wesleyan. 
tied for the team lead in scoring was Sierra Johnson and Sydney Skavanovic. Uh, so Shevinik had 16 points, six rebounds, one assist, two steals, and two blocks in 30 minutes. Johnson had 16 points, two steals in 27 minutes. Also out of the starting lineup, Soraya Tillman had 11 points, 11 rebounds, a double-double, three assists, three steals, one block in 40 minutes of play. Then off of the bench, Tanaja Mitchell had 10 points, three rebounds, four assists, and one steal in 28 minutes of play. As Oklahoma Wesleyan goes on the road, gets the 71-66 victory. Our final game of the night, the closest game of the night, Kansas Wesleyan University traveled to McPherson to take on McPherson College. And it's Kansas Wesleyan that takes the lead in the first quarter, 16-14 to 14 at the end of the first quarter, but McPherson takes the lead in the halftime, winning the second quarter, 18-9. to 9. And it's 19 to 19 at the end of the third quarter. That's uh, the the third quarter score was 19 to 19. Then Kansas Wesleyan with a big fourth quarter, uh, nine point advantage in the fourth quarter, 22 11 offsets the nine point advantage from the second quarter and leads leaves Kansas Wesleyan with the two point come from behind victory. This game saw seven ties, seven lead changes. Largest lead for McPherson at one point, building up to 15. Kansas Wesleyan's largest lead was three, but they still get the victory. Um, looking at team statistics, field goal percentage or field goals, Kansas Wesleyan was 23 of 52, 44%. McPherson was 24 of 66, 36%. From downtown, Kansas Wesleyan was 4 of 14, 29%. McPherson was 5 of 13, 39% from the free throw line. Kansas Wesleyan was 14 of 18, 78%. McPherson, 9 of 12, 75%. Rebounding battle in favor of Kansas Wesleyan, 33 to 29. Assists in favor of McPherson, 15 to 12. 19 Kansas Wesleyan turnovers turn into 10 McPherson points, where 13 McPherson turnovers turn into 14 Kansas Wesleyan points. Second chance battle in favor of McPherson, 11 to 8. Points in the paint in favor of Kansas Wesleyan, 30 to 22. Bench points in favor of Kansas Wesleyan, 32-12. Individual performances for McPherson. There were five Bulldogs in double-figure scoring. Leading the team in scoring was Summer Kirkman. She scored 14, had five rebounds, an assist, and a steal in 27 minutes of play. Madison Moses scored 12, had five boards, one assist, one steal, one block in 27 minutes. Jayla Moore had 10 points, two rebounds in 24 minutes of play. Madeline Hankins had 10 points, one rebound, three assists, one steal in 28 minutes of play. And then off of the bench for McPherson, Tatiana Hamid had 10 points, six rebounds in 14 minutes of play. For Kansas Wesleyan, two players in double-figure scoring out of the starting lineup. Lamaya Ricks scored 13, had two rebounds, three assists, two steals, and 32 minutes of play. Then off of the bench, leading the game in scoring, Tylea Wallace, 15 points, also added 12 rebounds, the double-double, three assists, one steal, one block in 24 minutes of play. As Kansas Wesleyan gets the 64-62 hard-fought road victory in conference, which was the last game of Saturday. Let's go ahead and take a look at our breakdown of the conference standings after last week's games. 
Sterling leads the conference by one, 11 to one in conference play, where Bethany's right behind the game at 10 and two. And third place is Kansas Wesleyan at nine and three. Tied for fourth is Friends and Tabor, both at eight and four. Sixth right now is St. Mary at six and five. Seventh is Ottawa at six and six. And currently in eighth, holding the last qualifying position for the KCAC tournament at this point is York at five and seven. McPherson and Oklahoma Wesleyan are both a game out of York at four and eight. Bethel a game and a half out at three and eight. Then it is Avila at two and ten, and Southwestern at one and eleven are the current standings in the KCAC. Before we look at games on Wednesday in the conference, let's look at our current statistical leaders and points per game, rebounds per game, field goal percentage, and three point percentage in the conference. Points per game, top five. Schultz from Sterling leads the conference at 17.8 points per game, followed by Honey from York at 14.9. Johnson from St. Mary at 14.6. Garner from Friends at 14.5. And Nicole Brown from Ottawa at 13.7. Rebounds per game, Nicole Brown from Ottawa is the conference leader at 10.9, followed by Jackson from Friends at 9.6. Pete from Bethel at 8.9. Hunt from Southwestern at 8.4 and Wilson from Sterling at 8.1. Nicole Brown leads the conference in field goal percentage from Ottawa. She's at 57.2%. Hill from Kansas Wesleyan at 55%. Weathers from Bethany at 52.7%. Pete from Bethel at 52%. And then Schultz from Sterling at 51.9%. Three-point percentage leader in the conference is Ricks from Kansas Wesleyan, 43.6%. Then it's Osterman from Tabor at 43.2%, tied with McCoy from Tabor at 43.2%. Then it's Razor from Friends at 42.4%. Then Sierra Brown from Ottawa at 41.8%. Those are your KCAC statistical leaders. Games coming up on Wednesday, January 18th. There are two 5 o'clock tips then four six o'clock tips the five o'clock tips ottawa will travel to york nebraska to take on york university again that game at five oklahoma wesleyan will travel to winfield to take on southwestern that game also at five then your six o'clock tips avila will travel to mcpherson college kansas wesleyan will travel right down the road to Lindsburg to take on bethany saint mary will travel to Hillsboro to take on Tabor, then friends will travel to North Newton to take on Bethel College. Again, those four games all at six o'clock, first two at five, all of these games available on the KCAC digital network. You can find that on the KCAC website, kcacsports.com. That does bring us to the end of today's podcast. Thank you for tuning in and listening should have some announcements coming out later today and tomorrow on KCAC Players of the Week. Make sure you're watching for those. If you enjoy our podcast, do make sure you are liking and subscribing, uh, whether that's on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you do like and subscribe. Uh, we enjoy having you listening to our podcast. But for everyone here at the KCAC, I am Hans Nichols saying thank you for listening and have a great day.
You've been listening to the KCAC Beat. For more information on the KCAC, go to www.kcacsports.com.